Support comes from Pacific Science Center, working to inspire the next generation of scientists and increase access to STEM education statewide through digital discovery workshops, science on wheels, and summer camps. More ways to support these efforts at PACSci.org. Hey, good morning. It's Patricia Murphy. It's Wednesday. This is Seattle Now. Boeing is trying to reassure customers its planes are safe. The company announced this week it would beef up inspections after a door plug blew out of a MAX 9 more than a week ago. The company has struggled with quality control the last few years. Seattle Times aerospace reporter Dominic Gates is here to talk about how the story is developing. But first, let's get you caught up. Three Tacoma police officers acquitted in the death of Manny Ellis have voluntarily agreed to leave the department. The city of Tacoma also confirmed an internal investigation by the department cleared the officers of any wrongdoing. The investigation determined the officers were in line with Tacoma Police Department policy at the time. TPD has since changed its use of force policy. Before they quit, Matthew Collins, Christopher Burbank and Timothy Rankin had been on paid leave since June 2020. A legal challenge to remove Donald Trump from the Washington Republican primary ballot is headed to Olympia. The group of voters filed the challenge in both Kitsap and Thurston counties. A judge in Kitsap declined to hear the case Tuesday, ruling the issue is more appropriate for a court in the Capitol. A hearing in Thurston County Superior Court is scheduled for Thursday, and bailiffs should prepare for a crowd. The Seattle Times said Tuesday's hearing was filled to capacity, largely with Trump supporters. And in other legal news, a lawsuit against Washington's capital gains tax will not be going to the U.S. Supreme Court, ending an effort to overturn the legislation. Washington State Supreme Court upheld the tax in May last year. The challenge will continue, though. The group behind the conservative Let's Go Washington initiative is working to put a repeal of the tax, among other state laws, on ballots this November. Boeing is rolling out new quality assurance procedures in the face of intense scrutiny over the safety of its 737 MAX 9. It's been just more than a week since a door plug blew out of an Alaska Airlines flight at 16,000 feet. Upon inspection, other MAX 9s were found to have loose bolts. The planes have been grounded by the FAA while they're inspected. The NTSB is investigating. Seattle Times aerospace reporter Dominic Gates is here with the latest. Dominic Glad you're here. Thanks so much. Glad to be back. Thanks, Patricia. So Boeing announced new measures to strengthen quality control this week. What are they? Well, they're scrambling to restore some trust in their processes. So they're actually following some suggestions from the airlines and the FAA. The airlines want to go in and inspect the build process Alaska had suggested that. Now, Boeing's opening up the factory to the 737 operators. People should understand that airlines traditionally have sent people in to inspect their planes before they roll out. But I think typically they're they're more interested in like the interior cabin and making sure it's all perfect and everything looks good. I don't think they typically would go in to make sure the door plug was installed properly. But now they're going to go in and do that. So Boeing is allowing the airlines in. It's beefing up its own inspections. It's adding quality inspectors. They've appointed a a third-party independent advisor. He's a retired Navy admiral. 
who will uh, lead a team that will make an independent assessment of Boeing's quality management system. It's sending more people to Spirit Aerosystems, the company that builds the entire fuselage and installs that door plug that blew out. Okay. You touched on this briefly, but the Federal Aviation Administration is talking about stepping up its oversight of Boeing. What could that look like? You know, ever since the MAX crashes in 2018 and 2019, the FAA has been signing off on each individual MAX that rolls out. I think they're just going to take closer and closer looks and put more people on the ground to go deeper into the system, including going to Wichita and into Spirit and taking a closer look at everything that's going on there. Michael Whitaker, the new FAA administrator, has made it clear that they see this as a pretty serious quality lapse. And so you'll remember that after the MAX crashes, the FAA started taking back some of the certification work that had been delegated to Boeing. By the way, it wasn't the FAA that wanted to do that. It was Congress that forced the FAA to do that. But now we're talking about taking back some of the inspection work in the normal manufacturing, not not certificate, not design certification, but normal manufacturing build work. Inspection of that has been delegated to Boeing as well. And the FAA wants to pull some of that back. And in fact, also Whitaker talked about the possibility of a, a technical nonprofit third party being uh, engaged to do inspections and then reporting to the FAA. What we see, unfortunately, is, is a real collapse of trust by both the airlines and the FAA in Boeing's uh, ability to re- deliver the quality that's required for safe flying. Really interesting, Dominic. You know, I'm glad you brought up that Congress had to force the FAA over its inspections because I wonder, the FAA plays a role in this. Boeing is getting a lot of the attention, but how should the FAA be scrutinized? They have the oversight role. And and so the same Congress people who forced the FAA to delegate work to the manufacturer in order to help American business and speed things up. The same Congress people are now, in light of events, reversing themselves and saying, you need to do more oversight. The FAA, you, the government agency, safety agency, needs to do the, the oversight itself. And so questions are being asked about how did this slip through and what can be done about it. Uh, Senator Maria Cantwell uh, wrote a letter to the FAA last week demanding records on inspections at Boeing and at Spirit. So there's a lot of looking into what went wrong in the system. We're still waiting, of course, to know the precise cause of why why the door plug failed. But the whole quality system and the whole culture of quality management is being questioned and analyzed. And the NTSB is responsible for investigating that specific incident. When can we expect something from the National Transportation Safety Board about this? Well, they told me that a preliminary report could come out within a month. And I think it's possible that that report would tell us a lot because one of the crucial questions is, were the bolts that actually prevented this door plug from blowing out installed in the first place? And there are 
reasons to believe that they may not have been. But the NTSB can tell us for sure, because they have the door plug, they found it in this teacher's garden in Portland, they have the plane itself, and they can see where the bolts would have gone, they can examine microscopically whether they were installed. And so I would expect to get a quick answer on that, and perhaps in the preliminary report. The final report, which would go into everything about this incident, including, you know, the way the way the emergency was handled by the crew, everything else, uh, and also whatever recommendations the NTSB might come up with to try and prevent such occurrences again, that probably will take a year. We've been talking about Boeing's approach to quality control. Has the attitude towards inspections changed? Yes, it's very interesting. In uh, January of 2019, I went up to Everett and was given a big tour by the vice president of quality at the time, Ernesto Gonzalez Beltran, who'd come from the auto industry. And he came in wanting to change things. And Boeing had this big uh, strategy called uh, quality transformation. And he explained what that meant. And among the other things that it meant, it meant eliminating 900 quality inspector jobs. Uh, not not the jobs. The people wouldn't be let go, but they would go on to other things. The, the actual inspections uh, would not be done and mechanics would be required to check their own work. This was a, his whole quality transformation. Well, that turned into a disaster. You know, I was given that tour after the first Max crash, but before the second. That grounded the planes. But then after that, there have been just so many quality issues since 2019. Starting in 2020 with the fuselage gaps found in the 787, and then all the defects that have been found in the MAX last year. There's just, just been a tremendous number of quality lapses. In January 2019, Boeing's talking a big game about transforming quality and making it better, making it better by eliminating quality inspections. Uh, and now that's all reversed. They, in the end, they did not actually, the machinist union stood up to Boeing, lobbied against those cuts, and then with the crashes, and then the the emergence of all these quality issues, Boeing backtracked. They never did eliminate those 900 uh, inspections, and now they're quite opposite. They're they're increasing them. You know, even with increasing inspections and Boeing's admission that this can't happen again, you know, how damaged is the Boeing brand? Can they recover? What are they going to need to do? There's a lot of damage and saying it'll never happen again is wearing too thin because they said it would never happen again in September after the aft pressure bulkhead was found to have misdrilled holes. Again, something installed by Spirit. There's just been too many quality lapses. So what is apparent is that there's a real culture change needed and, you know, possibly a change in leadership may have to happen. It's a really bad moment for Boeing, which had great hopes this year of progressing and increasing production because they'd solved all those quality issues from last year. There were a whole series of them, but they were back on track. Production was increasing. Now production is going to be saddled with lots of 
extra eyes and FAA and independent people and airlines all taking a close look. The idea that Boeing is going to ramp up quickly is now gone. The whole uh, hope for Boeing leadership for this year was that they could increase production of the MAX and the 787. Cash would come rolling in and they would begin to catch up with Airbus. And now we have this tremendous setback, which has badly damaged trust at the FAA, at the airlines, and of course, in the public. Yeah, yeah. Dominic Gates, Seattle Times aerospace reporter, really appreciate your expertise on this. Thank you. Good to talk with you, Patricia. Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. An extra thanks to the generous listeners who financially support this show through KUOW. Today's episode was produced by Jenny Cecil Moore. Our production team also includes Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Claire McGrain, and Vaughn Jones. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia. Murphy. See you tomorrow. Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. A story of moral panic, grassroots activism, and an unstoppable music community that fought for its freedom. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network.